Good morning, everyone. Welcome to 3Q, New Mexico's premier business podcast. I am your host, Pam Myers. My wonderful co-host is the fabulous Erica Yoakum. <laughs> and our guest this morning is Carlos Acosta. Carlos is the owner of Acosta Strong Fine Arts Gallery in Santa Fe. Welcome, Carlos. Thanks for joining us today. Well, it's so nice to be with you. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. I love that painting behind you. That's just beautiful. Yeah. So this painting is by Theodore Van Solen. It was painted in the 1950s. Okay. So this is an example of one of our historic paintings. So a quick introduction. In this gallery, we focus on both historic and contemporary art. By historic, that means the, some of the early artists who came to New Mexico at the turn of the century and were, and were part of the, uh, you know, the early colonies, the Taos founders, the Santa Fe Cinco Pintores, and, and uh, you know, those kinds of uh, artists uh, who were, you know, who were the pioneers uh, here in Santa Fe. And mm -hmm. Mexico in general. So uh, this is a great example of uh, one of those paintings, and we love it. And uh, it's available for sale. So mm -hmm. if if you guys are interested, yeah. I can make a really great deal. <laughs> you hear that, listeners? Yes. <laughs> um, so real quick, in addition to our historic collection, um, mm -hmm. you know, we, I also represent contemporary artists, meaning uh, they're living artists. Mm -hmm. And I choose them because I think they are, in, first of all, they're, they're, they're great at what they do. Uh, I love them as people. And then they fit my programming. You know, there are artists who I feel can uh, hang next to an important painting of this. And, um, and that's why I love, I love this gallery. You know, we, uh, we just have a great collection of new and, and old. Yeah. How long have you had the gallery? Um, basically, I've been running this gallery since 2013, okay. uh, but uh, uh, my partner, John Strong, actually started the gallery a long time ago, uh, over 20 years ago. He, you know, he was, when he first came to Santa Fe, he, you know, became an art dealer and, and you know, started doing his own thing. And I joined the gallery when we changed the name to Acosta Strong. Oh, wow. And, okay, so what's the oldest piece of art you have? Now you've got me interested. What's the oldest one you've got in there? Other than myself, this piece of art here. <laughs> good answer. That's a you good know, answer. Uh, actually, the oldest piece is by an artist named um, Gerald Cassidy. Mm -hmm. That painting was done in 1906. Wow. And that's a painting of, um, of Acoma Sky City. And that's, uh, that's the oldest piece we have in this gallery right now. Wow. How, cool. I have so many questions. Like how, <laughs> how, uh, how did you weather through the, I mean, we're on the, we're on the other side of the pandemic, but how, how did that, I mean, you had to close for a while. How did that affect, you know, everything that you do? Right. Um, honestly, uh, you know, Every business had their challenges. You know, it was, I think it was hard for everybody, you know, every business, every individual, you know, living in this world. I mean, it was just a crazy thing that happened for everyone. So honestly, I think we were all in it together. I think, uh, and, and the fact that we were all in it together, I think, uh, you know, a lot of 
Um, I don't know. I mean, a lot of my clients would call and say, hey, uh, which artist hasn't sold anything this month? Because I like to buy something and help them out. Oh. You know, yeah. Or or I would just be, um, you know, just very aggressive in what I was doing, reinventing the wheel. Like, okay, since people are not coming into the gallery, I'm gonna create some videos of some of my artists. I'm gonna go to their oh. studios and, and and you know show artists in their studios and uh, offer that experience for uh, the collectors. So we got really creative. Um, I don't think I did anything uh, extraordinary different from any other gallery. You know, I just think that I, I just continue to grind through it. I worked really, really hard. You know, I pretended like, um, you know, that was like the new normal. So we had to kind of adjust to that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think those of us who adjusted to that normal, new normal, I think ended up doing pretty well. And I think those businesses or individuals who I felt, felt protested it um, felt a little short because they were not willing to embrace the challenge that was in front of us, you know? Um, but honestly, I don't think I, you know, I don't think I did anything extraordinary different from all the other businesses that succeeded. You know, we just, we just grind it through. And uh, I'm happy for it, because I think it made me appreciate what we have even more, you know? And I appreciate, obviously, our clients even more. Those clients who, uh, who you know, again, who would call us and say, hey, uh, Tell me which artist uh, needs a little support right now uh, because they haven't sold anything in a while. And, you know, that was really, really, really wonderful. Yeah, that is. That's that's an amazing. Kind of of your faith in humanity when things like that happen. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think COVID did that. I think um, we saw the best in people, and unfortunately, we also saw the worst in people. and uh, I mean, I'm glad we're kind of on the other end of it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, it just, I, I think it made us better overall because we appreciated things more. You know, the things were that we took for granted a little bit. Mm-hmm. We, we appreciate those things even more now. Yeah. And I think those people who, uh, who are like me, who are optimistic in general, who saw the good and, 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 and impossibilities, you know? Right. And, right. Things- There's a... There's a there's a, a movie called um, um, oh God what's it called it just went out of my head um, <laughs> Bugs Life right and they're ants and there's a whole line of ants that are that are walking and they're doing their thing right they're carrying their food and all that and a leaf falls down and lands in front of their path and the the ant freaks out the line the line I've lost the line I don't know what to do and somebody and one of the older ants runs over and goes it's okay follow me and walks them around the edge of the leaf and then they're on their way again. And I think a lot of people got stuck at that. The line is gone. I don't know what to do. And they froze at that position and, and, and didn't know what to do. And so didn't continue doing what they were doing. And then there were others like you who said, okay, how do we get around the leaf? How do we continue on and, and, and do what we, what we have to get done on the other side? Yeah. And, and, and I think, um, I think my strength came from uh, the artist, you know, because mm-hmm. I think I wanted to make sure that, that we didn't fail. I didn't fail for them. You know, I think they worked so hard, you know, to make beautiful art for people to enjoy. And I didn't want to be, that person that made them, you know, fail because I wasn't doing my work. Uh, right. I wasn't my job to uh, sell their work, you know. Um, and I think, you know, I, I and obviously my family and everything else. But 
yeah, um, it, it was just, uh, we all pulled together, you right. know? And, and I think, again, those of us who took this attitude, okay, we gotta figure it out, uh, you know, gave each other strength. Right. Are you again, still doing videos? I, I, is that something that you still do now that you're back open and kind of back to normal? Well, I'm on your podcast, aren't I? So yeah, I'm I'm a huge believer in video. I mean, we 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 have we have always done a, a video, uh, but I think we just kind of took it to another level with COVID. Mm-hmm. You know. You know like we did some online classes, you know, painting classes. Oh, wow. we did a, we did a what we called a happy hour with an artist. You know, wow. we went we went live and did a happy hour with an artist, and we had a glass of wine. And then we walked around her studio. She spoke about her art, and then we even auctioned off a painting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we got really creative in the way we wanted to engage our public, and our doors were shut. You know, we wanted to continue to, you know, you know, try to sell paintings and, you know, try to, not, you know, try to just continue to engage our public that way. Yeah, uh, yeah videos is something that we've always done, but I think we just took it to another level. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How does one acquire that kind of vintage art, like something that's been around since 1901? I think you said. <laughs> pieces like that. Are you asking how as a gallery acquires it or, or someone like yeah, yourself? No, I'll <laughs> gladly sell them to you. How do you get them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, somebody like yourself just has to have a lot of money to be able to purchase a painting. <laughs> you know, for example, $5,000, right? Uh, so yeah, there are collectors who collect historic art and I think they do it, one, because they love it and two, they understand it. Yeah. But I think but they also feel like it's an investment for them, like an investment uh, art. And, you know, they keep it for a while, and then they hopefully when they sell it, they'll make a little profit. Um, so that's why a collector may want to collect a historic piece. But I think somebody uh, like us, you know, we just have a history of uh, selling historic artists. So um, if you own a painting and you know we can sell it for you, and then you can sign it to the gallery. You know, you say, "Hey, uh, can you guys sell this for us?" And we agree on a, uh, on a, uh, you know, commission, what the gallery will make uh, based on that painting. We'll, we'll we'll agree on a price, and then what the gallery can make from from the painting. So then, yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, you have we, to constantly keep your eyes open for opportunities that might come up. Then, like that, I would imagine. Hmm? Yeah, we do. I mean, I'm doing more contemporary than I than I am historic. I think the fact that we have uh, just done this in the past, you know, we have obviously a reputation for selling historic art as well. But my primary focus is really uh, our contemporary artists, you know, artists that are, especially the ones that are exclusive to this gallery. Mm-hmm. By that means they don't show anywhere else but in this gallery, and so. I really try to focus on those artists more than anything else because, yeah, I have to sell for them. You know, like the the only source is here, this gallery, so I have to sell for them. And uh, you know, I appreciate the exclusivity. Mm-hmm. Not many, not many galleries can say that. Uh, not many can say you know you have exclusive artists. I actually have, I think five or six that only show in this gallery, and I think I think it's wonderful. 
yeah. And uh, I'm just super blessed because, you know, they give me that confidence to uh, say, okay, I'm going to share with you, but I want to make sure that we sell, we sell our paintings. And we have, we actually have, well, I'll, I'll talk to you about a couple of artists, uh, Jim Jennings. Okay. He's one of the artists. Uh, Jim Jennings uh, is known for painting uh, incredible clouds, uh, you know, George O'Keefe cloud. And then he also does chemisas. But he's one of these artists that, that's exclusive to this gallery. And we sell every single painting he makes. Wow. So even if he was not exclusive, uh, it would be hard for him to uh, keep up and, you know, supply other galleries. So, yeah, it's, it's wonderful to have people like him. And um, uh, another artist that um, only shows in, in this gallery is Edward Gonzalez. And Edward Gonzalez is an artist out of Albuquerque. And he's actually one of the, um, well, he's a star here, but I, he's also like, um, a, I consider him a living legend in New Mexico. Oh. This artist has over 60 pieces in museum collections. Uh, he's all over with public buildings, museums. He has a school named after him, the Edward Gonzalez Elementary in Albuquerque. Yeah. And, uh, so he's one of two artists with that distinction. He and George O'Keefe, so he's in great company. And he yeah. is one of these artists that only shows in this gallery. And man, I, I love him and people love him. And uh, so it's just really wonderful to say that, you know, that he only shows here. Yeah, yeah, congratulations. So I'm throwing up the, the website there because as you've been talking, I've been over there looking at the artwork and it's absolutely amazing stuff. Well, I, I love seeing all the sold signs too. That's like, that's, you know, it's like, yay, successful, you know. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's, we're blessed. We're, we're, you know, we're successful. And I think we're successful because we, we, we try to say that we are um, very authentic in what we do. You know, not only do we sell authentic art, but our artists are authentic in what they do. Every artist in the gallery has their own lane and they, they, they what they love, you know, and in a very authentic way. And uh, so I, I like to, um, you know, I just like to, again, be very authentic in every aspect of the business. And, uh, and it shows, obviously, in, in the success we've been having. You know, yeah. people, people, you know, in this gallery, I mean, like in this gallery, people will come and don't, they know they got a, a, a quality painting by an authentic painting by a real artist who's painting their passion and stuff like that. And, uh, so yeah, it's it's wonderful. Yeah. Do you get a lot of um, tourists in there? A lot of people from out of town coming in and 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 walking around. I don't know where exactly. I'm like a Santa Fe ignorant, so I have no idea where exactly. Oh, you are, but. I, was, I was just gonna say. I mean, you do know we're in Santa Fe, right? <laughs> Santa Fe is the third largest art market in the country. Wow. So yeah, over ninety-five percent of our sales are tourists. People who come to Santa Fe looking for art they know where to find it you know we're actually located on the famous canyon road if you have never been to canyon road it's one of the most famous roads for art there are over a hundred galleries shops restaurants boutiques uh and just a one mile stretch uh, it's called canyon road and it's really magical so yeah 
people when people come to Santa Fe, they, they have an objective to find a piece of art and they have all these choices, you know. So yeah, absolutely are we're to Santa Fe for a reason because it's a it's a uh, artist destination. Yeah. It's a destination for for uh, for people to come and buy art, but it's also a destination for artists to come in and make art. I mean, we have incredible vistas, we have incredible light, we have incredible culture. I mean, Santa Fe is unlike any other any other city really in the world. Um, Eric, where are you from? Me? I'm from yeah, no, uh, uh, yeah, native Californian, but I've been here in New Mexico for uh, twelve years. So I mean, I go up to Santa Fe, but I'm definitely I'm, 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 I'm Okay, but you understand the beauty of New Mexico. Well, what attracts yes. uh, what yes. what would attract a, an artist here, right? Yes. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. Definitely. So it's a it's a special place. It's yeah. a really special place. And for and for somebody that's looking specifically for your gallery, you're on the corner of Alameda and Canyon Road, correct? Or which what's the corner? You're right there. So I am on the corner, but it's a uh, uh, Paseo de Peralta. Oh, got and, it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm the very first gallery to the right. So once you turn on the road, you cannot miss miss the gallery. Yeah, I say it could be the first or the last stop on the road. Uh -huh. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, the first or last, depending on if you're coming or going, on the first or last. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, uh, honestly, it's uh, it's a great gallery. So, I think it sets the stage for for all the wonderful galleries you'll see along the road. What is the average lifespan, Carlos, for a gallery? Not necessarily on Canyon Road, because that's a different kind of a market, really. But uh, on average, what's the average lifespan? Because you've been around I for a long time. We don't have a clue what that is. I'm not sure. I'm not sure the answer to that question. I think um, so. I I think a lot a lot of people, uh, you know, who may have extra money. May come to Santa Fe and may want to open a gallery because they feel, oh, it's such a glamorous job. I'm going to be surrounded by beautiful art, and I'm going to sell art, and it's going to be so much fun. And it is fun, but it's a lot of work. Just yeah. like you just have to make it work. And so then they give up after a couple of years because they were like, shoot, you know, it's it's, we it's thought this work. was going to be a party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a party every day. You know, it's glamorous. And um, while sometimes it is, you know, it's, it's still at the end of the day, it is a business like any other. And uh, you have to grind it out. You know, you have really good days and you have some not some great days and good months, not good months, you know. Um, so I do not know the answer to your exact question. Um, it's okay. You know, I would, I, would, I would just say it's like any other business, you know. Who they start up and they after a couple of years they realize okay I'm not making it so I'm gonna close. Right. Um, but I, I I also feel that uh, those galleries who have been around for a long time I think um, you know the longer you're in business I think the most the more successful you'll become mm -hmm. because especially in Santa Fe because I think a lot of people you know may come here annually or maybe two three every two or three years or whatever and I think. Uh, if somebody sees the same gallery again, they feel more comfortable. Like the exactly. first time they, like the first time they come in, they may see a, a beautiful piece of art, and then but they may, they may not buy that time, but then they may come back again because they remember that painting and then becomes more familiar to them, right? 
So then more than likely they'll like, okay, well, I've been thinking about this artist uh, since the first time I was here and I'm glad you're still here. So then they'll buy. So it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's so yeah, it's, you know, becoming more familiar with the gallery, the artist, and obviously the, uh, the owner, the salespeople. Um, it's just, you know, it's, it's about making those uh, personal connections, you know, right. and the longer you do it, the more successful I think you'll become. Right. So, so my advice is, no, I'm going to spend $35,000 on painting. I want to make sure it's a good gallery. Stick it out for as long as you can. Um, and mm -hmm. uh, because, yeah, I think, I think, uh, you know, the longer you do it, the better I think it becomes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then yeah. I would think you just, it would snowball because you're there, then you get the reputation of being there mm -hmm. and having the good stuff. And then you know, that reputation just keeps, like you said, it, and then it, then they're like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. forever they've got all the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And having, having the good stuff means that obviously artists uh, believe in you and they want to yeah. give you their, you know, they want to work with you. If you're one of these uh, galleries that opens one 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 day and then like next year you're gone, they're not gonna have confidence in you. So they're not gonna they're not gonna show their work with you because they're like, well, you know, longevity's you know key, you know, and and consistency's key, and in goodness, yeah. you know, pr predictability is key. You know, I think a lot of artists who jump from one gallery to the next to the next to the next tend, tend not to do as well. Because people get jumping around, right? Right. And then and then the prices become inconsistent. You know, at one gallery they're selling for this much and they the gallery closed, so they don't have to go somewhere else. And and they have to start all over again, you know, with the collector base, with a price point, and that's not good. Right. So mm -hmm. I think uh, the more consistent one can be, the better. But I think that's just a message for any business out there. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast this morning. Yes, yeah. Did we already speak for half an hour? 22 yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I didn't yeah. have anything to say for that long. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Carlos, again. Uh, thank you to the New Mexico Out Business Alliance. Please support. Uh, LGBTQ and allied business owners. Um, we appreciate you listening. See you again. Thank you, Thank you Carlos. I have to come up there and visit. Now I have to come see you. <laughs> Please come by anytime. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye. Bye.